Church greeters, getting started from scratch, how we did it at our church plant, coming up here on the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Howdy, 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 folks. Good to have you here. Today we're talking about how to start from scratch. Last week we kind of started from how to do it when you just don't have anybody. But here's how we started from scratch at our church plant uh, several years ago here out in western Wyoming. So good to have you here. Uh, I am in a hotel out in western United States. It is a cold winter day and I am uh, here on the road again getting ready to speak at a church uh, in the Utah area. But I want to spend some time with you talking about how to start from scratch and how we did it and just some of the bare essentials. And I know for some of you are small churches, some of you are starting churches, some of you are in uh, you know, secluded areas or rural areas, or even just in a small church in a, in a larger uh, area where there's cities, you need to be able to start from scratch. And how we did it is what I want to share with you today. I think going back and getting to some of the very basics of how it happened for me, and I grew up uh, in, a, in a Lutheran kind of background, but when I first went to a, uh, an independent Bible-believing Baptist church where they really taught the Word of God, I was impressed with the people that I first met. And how it worked at that church was very simple. Um, it was the very first time I ever went to a church, and the church was kind of a, a divided church in the sense that it sat right on the edge of town and people from town parked in one parking lot on one side and people that came from the country parked on the other side of, and I never even really knew some of those people that parked on the other side. It's kind of a funny thing, but they had kind of a double door situation and they had somebody at the door. And I don't know if the pastor thought about this ahead of time and uh, kind of had this planned out. I don't know how it, uh, it was really structured because I was just young and didn't really know. But when you came to our side there was somebody in our parking lot side when you got out you walked towards the door there was somebody there that opened the door for you and I never forgot that Uh, all my uh, earlier career in churches and different things I did as a young man I never remember any of that but there was someone there that opened the door and let people in and that guy to this day is still a friend of mine uh, you know older gentleman but he was always there and he was always welcoming the people I'm assuming that at the other door, at the other end of the building, um, that there was somebody that did the same thing. And I remember seeing someone down there. I just didn't really ever get to know them because I always parked on the side where we came in from the uh, from the western side, from the uh, kind of the out of town, the country people came. Uh, but I remember it was just such an important thing to have someone there opening the door, and he greeted me. And then as I walked in towards a more essential area, there was other people that greeted me. And what I learned from that, which is really important before we get into getting started and having people in this position and that position, and I'm going to go through some real details for you here in just a moment. What I learned was a secret was 
that our my home church where I came to know the Lord was a friendly by nature. In other words, it was in their DNA. Now, I at least it sure seemed like it to me. Um, I don't know if they had a meeting ahead of time and got that all coordinated and these people were assigned at those doors or they rotated and did things and people were, you know, kind of encouraged to be friendly, but I just know it worked. And so when I went to my home church, it was just a natural, friendly kind of place. And I think part of getting started from scratch is meeting with your people and making sure that they are naturally friendly. Um, it is one of those things where the, the it was sort of a, a DNA kind of a thing, and it was sort of part of everything there. And even to this day, and I have been back to that church, uh, it seems to be that way. And that must have come from the leadership because my home pastor was an extremely friendly people person uh, kind of a guy. And I just absolutely loved uh, that. And I knew when we started our church that that was going to be something that would be essential, that it wouldn't be just assignments and person at this door for this amount of time or whatever, but that everybody would be there and everybody would be friendly and ready to go. And I think if you are starting a greeter ministry, you need to not just worry about this person assigned here and this person assigned there and this one there. And I'll, again, I'll give you the details how we did that, but I think you need to have it baked in. It's gotta be part of the flavor. It's gotta be part of the aroma of the church that you are there really helping people uh, and maybe it was in the sermons, maybe it was in meetings that I didn't know about, but somehow people were encouraged to be uh, extremely friendly at that church. And again, to this day, some 40 years later, uh, still know many of those people, and they're still doing the same thing at the same door and, and uh, you know, being, being friendly. Um, so let me go through how we did it at our church so you can understand how to start from scratch. When we started our church, church plant uh, in 2007. We had a very small building and it would hold about 50 people. And when you open the back door to kind of come in, the, uh, and what I mean by back door is uh, the, it would be the front door of the church, but kind of the back of the auditorium area, you were in the auditorium. You walked in one big room, that's all there was. There was a little bathroom off to the left, but other than that, there was no other rooms. And so you, everybody kind of had to do everything right there. And as of the senior guy starting the church, I knew when people walked in the building, they couldn't get in without me knowing about it. So I was there to be, to be friendly with them. Within a short amount of time, we outgrew that space and we had to move to a larger building. And when we got the larger building, we had a little bit more of a traditional uh, kind of the problem that perhaps you have at your church. Uh, and if you have a small building, that's a good, very positive thing because you know everybody and you can greet everybody. Um, so if you're a church plant or a small storefront, um, uh, I'm in a church in, uh, this weekend in a meeting in a senior center, and lots of those don't have the big opening, uh, you know, the vestibules and the foyers and all that. You just, everybody knows who's there. That's a, that's a plus, okay? So you're off to a very good start. Make sure your people get to know that they are to greet everybody and love on everybody that comes. But as you get a little bit bigger, and we moved into this bigger building, we ended up with a scenario where we had a, a, a front door, we had a little entry area, like a breezeway between two doors. Then we had sort of a foyer area 
Then we had a larger, what we would, we call an atrium area uh, with kind of a higher ceiling. And then we had our, uh, what we call our chapel or our auditorium uh, sanctuary might be the word that you use. So we had several different places and I knew that we were going to have to kind of divvy up uh, and put people in those different places. Uh, so what we did is we started out with what I had been raised with and that is somebody opening the door. I thought that would be the very best first impression. And I think it is one of the best things that you can do is have a friendly, smiling person opening the door and they just give that, as we mentioned in the last podcast uh, training here, just that friendly, positive, verbal welcoming. So we had someone right there at our very outside door and they opened, uh, uh, they opened that up and that worked out really good. Now, one of the things that we had though when we started moving to the bigger building is we knew that we were going to have to have uh, kind of some assignments and people would have to be in different places. So uh, we got there ahead of time uh, and had a coordination meeting uh, we called a VIP meeting, stood for Vision, Information, and Prayer. We made about 45 minutes for the service, and we made sure that everybody knew where they were supposed to be, and, and I'll go through those positions in a minute. But we, we also had everyone was coordinated. They knew how long they had to stay there. They knew when they were supposed to be there at the beginning. And Excuse me. <clears throat> I'm still wrestling with this... Uh, with this sore throat, it'll be interesting to uh, see how the preaching goes uh, uh, on uh, Sunday with this. So, um, But they knew that that they had to be at a certain place. They knew how long they had to be at a certain place. And they knew when, when it was what we call battle stations. In other words, the prime moments to be there. We had assignments when they needed to be there, but it was just really at that those kind of key moments. They knew what those were. And we went through that with everybody at a meeting. And you'll need to do that to let people know when they're, when the key greeting moments are. Uh, for example, if you have a 11 o'clock church service, okay, greeting is most important, not for your Sunday school time, because that's not when you have visitors come. But greeting is most important for your morning, your main morning service. And it's most important about 10 minutes before the service. And the greeters need to be there till about 10 minutes after because people who come to church for the very first time uh, or if they're second timers or whatever, they can come late. Uh, those of us who have been there a long time, we better be there plenty early, but they can come late. And so uh, make sure your greeters are there from 10 minutes before to about 10 minutes after. That is your battle stations uh, type of time. So anyway, we had an outdoor person uh, and we've assigned those people. Uh, we have found something, I mentioned this before, that using children or teenage boys to open the doors for adults is very impressive. It is a wonderful first impression uh, for them to see polite teenagers. Uh, I've had people like, oh my word, this is our church, man. You got polite teenagers. Uh, no joke, that's the, 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 exactly what they said. Um, but the outside door, we then have an area where they come through this little breezeway and, and there's no way to have someone in the middle. There's kind of two doors to keep the wind and the snow from coming in. And once you go through that next door, we have what we call a, it's a it would be a foyer area. We have a, a red carpet there and we call them red carpet greeters. And our red carpet greeters are there and, and they again, just simply extend a hand if, if appropriate, shake hands, welcome. And they their job, the, the people outside, their jobs open the door. The people, the, the red carpet people is to kind of give them that idea of, uh, 
the, the, the directions and kind of where to go, like right this way, please, you know. Uh, bathrooms are over here, children's programs over there, and nurseries right there. They kind of just give the hello and the directions. So the first person is a hello, a nice verbal greeting, open the door. The second person is hello and some type of, of directions from there. We don't want to have conversations beginning right there because people are still coming in. We have other people coming in and it's kind of for us as sort of a narrow area and kind of clogs things up. And you'd have to kind of look at that at your church because we do want there to be conversations to begin to happen before the service. The greeting side of, uh, of the conversation is a very important thing. We just don't want it to be outside. We don't want it to be in a very narrow little entry area there. So we let the people get into it open, more open area. And that is what we have is called an atrium. You may not have this, but it is at that point where there are start to be choices for the people. They can go to an auditorium and sit down. They can go, you know, again, bathrooms, children's ministries, obviously, where those things are. And there's also, we have uh, some refreshments. We have some coffee and donuts and some granola bars. And we have some kid-friendly snacks like uh, vegetables and um uh, cheese sticks and yogurt tubes and uh, things along that line. So there starts to be some, some of those choices and we let those people kind of work their way into it. It is in that area that we have what I feel is one of our most important elements of our greeting system that you need to have. And this is your very best people people need to be there. That You don't need your best people people at the door. You don't need them at the, at the red carpet area or the foyer. You need them in this larger area where conversations can start to happen, and we call them hosts or hostesses. And those people are assigned and they know that if they see somebody new, they see someone who has brought a friend, which is very common, they see someone that has children and they're not sure if the children should be with them or should go to, you know, onto a Sunday school area or whatever, those people are our best people people and they go right there and begin to talk to those people. Now, I want to give you a recommendation here of something, and that is, Pastor, you probably know who some of your best people people are. Work on that. Pastor, you are probably one of those people that needs to be in that area. Now, you may not be able to carry on lengthy conversations, but you can be kind of that host or hostess and act as that. Also, many times in many churches, I found the best person to be there too is the pastor's wife. And the pastor's wife should be there. If the pastor's wife is kind of doing something else, which often they're playing the piano, we figured out a way to get past that. And that is that during that opening, you know, kind of 15 minutes before church, we have a piano music is just simply played on the speakers. Or if you have a piano, another pianist, they could play. So the pastor's wife could be doing some of that greeting and that hosting and that getting to know you type of thing. People love to meet the top leadership and the pastor and pastor's wife are the top leadership. They love to meet that. But if you have other people there that are very gifted as uh, the hosts and all that, 
That is their job. And that is where conversations begin. Now, we're going to have some more conversations later, okay? We're going to show you how we do that. But that is where they kind of begin. And it's a, it is kind of a hello, how are you, welcome, are you new in town? Oh, I see you have some children. Hey, we have a kids program. Would like me to show you where it is? You know, all of those kind of things uh, start to happen right there. Now, the next level that we have from there is what we call a chapel attendant. And this is once people go into the auditorium area. And it is there then that we have somebody that hands them their sermon notes, make sure that they get the, you might call it a bulletin, but we call it sermon notes. We have a connection card in there. We've discussed that pretty thoroughly. And they also make sure they have a pen or a pencil. And their job is to just kind of make sure the person is at comfort. In other words, they found a good chair. They found a place, you know, for their five. If they have five kids, there's a place for five. Bless mom and dad, seven people, you know. Sometimes that can be kind of tricky. And our chapel attendant will kind of help manage that and make that happen. Make sure that, uh, ask them if they would like a drink, a bottle of water. And we use, we have bottle, little small bottles of water. And many times people say, yes so she'll bring them uh, bottles of water our uh, chaplain lieutenant also hands out like little uh, dove chocolates to everybody and just kind of gets to know them so there's a another little relational thing going on there but it's obvious that the chapel attendant has a duty and that they have to get to other people so they don't create those lengthy conversations now the greeting side of the ministry then in most churches would end, okay? That would be where it would be over because now you have, uh, you know, opening songs and music and, you know, the preaching time and all that. We took it a lot farther than that and that what we designed our church is to be very people friendly and we recommend that you, you try this. We again use the handshaking time to, uh, and we usually have an opening song or two, a few announcements, and then we quote a verse together, and then we have a handshaking time. And we broke all the rules when we did this. We went to a much longer handshaking time than average. And seriously, it's like we play like three songs, okay? So the two and a half, three minutes a song. We're talking about a seven, eight, nine minute break there. And we call it a break. We say, you can take a break. We have found that parents then will take their children to the junior church or to the nursery. They will go out and get a cup of coffee or, you know, a water bottle. They will use the bathroom and they will identify someone else in the building that they have seen as a friend and they will go talk to them or our people then will come back. So our outdoor people, our red carpet people, our hosts and our chaplain tenant all during the handshaking time, all of them are back on duty. And now they are creating that second greeting, that second, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Uh, if they were an outside person or red carpet person, there has been no conversation really, just a hello. They can come in and maybe get into a little bit of conversation. And we're really creating a very powerful mixing dynamic for about seven or eight minutes there. And again, we have the pastor's wife is not playing that music. We just have a, a, a we push a button and play the music. And there's lots of ways that you can do that. Um, and we just do like either hymns or good conservative music that we like to play during that time. And then we come back, we join for a song. 
and go right into the into the message. We, while everyone is kind of standing, uh, pastor goes up there and leads another song and brings them back. We have found that if we meet them at the beginning there, our friendly, we get them at the handshaking time, that we have really have bonded with them. Now, you would think that the greeting part would be over, but we've trained our people to take it one more step. And yes, that is true. When the service is over, they go right back into their mode and they catch people and they greet with them and talk with them. In fact, we are red carpet people usually go uh, to the door and they do what we call de-greeting. I spoke about that last week in the last podcast, the one about uh, getting started if you don't have, if you're a small church. So uh, take a listen to that and you'll learn a little bit about how, what de-greeting is. But what we've done is we've created a greeting time at the beginning, a greeting time in the middle, a greeting time at the end. And we have really got to know people in this regard. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, that's, that's too much for whatever. Our church is a solution-based church. And so you can't get enough of someone that is encouraging you and loving on you and trying to help you uh, solve your problem. So our, our, and again, this is, we have a podcast on this. Uh, uh, the whole thing of uh, the first season that we did talked about solution-based churches and solution-based preaching. And when your people start to find them that they are the best thing for these families ever, um, we do not have pushback on like, oh, I was swarmed or whatever, that type of thing. So uh, you just love on people, you encourage them, and you be with them, and that will be uh, the best that you can be. Uh, so that whole degreeting thing is really one of the great, great secrets. And so uh, I wanted to leave all those things with you. That is how we got started. Okay, primarily this, and this is what I'm talking about, sort of a Sunday morning thing, your, your midweek and Sunday nights, and some of those might be a little bit different, but that is the main Sunday morning uh, thing, and everybody knows their assignment, they know what they're doing, and they get it They get it done, and we coordinate that at the very beginning. We do have people who are assigned to do different things, and we have schedules to help people uh, figure all that out. So anyway, this is Mike here at reachkeep.com. We appreciate you being with us uh, so much. If you can do me a favor and hit the like button, the little thumbs up there, that would be good. Also, if you've not subscribed, uh, hit the subscribe button and then there's a little bell thing. You can click on that and you'll be notified every time that we come up. We do these every uh, every week and got some good training for you. Our Reach Keep Academy will be opening back up here in a little while. I know we've had some questions about that. Uh, if you're interested in that, uh, you can go to reachkeep.com academy and learn about our academy. But we're currently uh, in a closed enrollment uh, period right now. We'll open again uh, in a few months. So we are thrilled to have you on board and be able to help you start your greeting ministry from scratch. So thanks for being with us here today. And God bless you. Have yourself a wonderful Lord's Day. And we will see you next week here on the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com.